give a massive round of applause for the amazing Athena Kublengu. How are you going to put me on off a shitty story? I can't compete with a man shitting his pants. Um, I'm going to tell two stories actually. The first story is really, really quick. Uh, the first story is about how I got lost at the Edinburgh International Book Festival. <laughs> Because I came in looking for a place called the Spiegel Tent. Um, I don't know about you, but this is not a tent. Like, like this is like the whitest definition of tent <laughs> I've ever. I literally was walking around and around. And where, where I come from, this is prime real estate. So, but you're living it up, brilliant. Stay with you guys. Um, um, but my, my, actual, my actual story is a story about how I lost the moral high ground. Um, this is a true story, unfortunately, and you will judge me for this. Um, I am a comedian, but only during August. Um, outside of August, I work in an office, I've got a very decent job, um, and I'm a contractor, I have lots of jobs. Um, and I was in one job, um, and I was unfortunately uh, put through a process which we call the gross misconduct process. Has anyone been done for gross misconduct before? Yeah. Yes, of course you have. We all have. This is the fringe. Uh, we all have secrets and skeletons in our pockets. Right. So I was in a job. I can't tell you who I was working for at the time for reasons to do with confidentiality. Um, so let's refer to them as the London Borough of Smackney. <laughs>
And the process of this hearing was basically to print out every email that contained something that was inappropriate. Bear in mind what is inappropriate in, in an office context and go through every single one and they would underline something that was inappropriate and I'd have to explain why I typed it, I guess. Um, so this meeting, it started at eight in the morning and it, it literally lasted, it lasted about half eight in the evening. By the end, I don't think we got through all the emails. Um, what I want to do is explain uh, or describe what some of the emails contained because because it's funny and I've got 10 minutes to fill. Um, <laughs> my friend had sex with a man in her car. Um, the man had a big cock and we documented that in our emails. <laughs> um, so that was inappropriate. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, it gets worse. This is where it gets worse. Um, I called a very popular black male BBC TV presenter a coconut. Um, if, you, if that doesn't mean anything to you, just imagine this. Uh, a coconut is one colour on the outside, another colour on the inside. But I did this for a reason. Um, he went to Kenya for comic relief and he's in a, in a ditch in tears. He's literally in tears and he says, oh, I'm so glad my parents left Ghana. This place is horrible words to that effect. He's like, I'm like, hold on, brother, you're in Kenya, it's a bit rubbish. So just say, I'm in Kenya, and it's a bit rubbish. Don't go slagging off the motherland. Um, no, but you can't do that. Africa's a bit like Weatherspoons. <laughs> like, every now and again, you're going to a shit one. You know what I mean? That's what... So you're in Kenya, but don't write off the rest of the countries, you know. Like, sometimes you go to a Weatherspoon to get the toilets, I love you here. <laughs> And then sometimes you go to Weatherspoons and you think, send in the UN, man, this isn't absolute. <laughs> Just like African countries. Like, so I was right to criticise him for being so unreasonable, right? But unfortunately, um, you can't racially abuse people you disagree with. Um, um, no, you really can't. Um, so, um, yeah, that was just two of the stories. There was loads, um, and we had this meeting, it lasted a good day. And after, you know, by about 8.39, they were like, yeah, we're going to have to send you down for gross misconduct. You have to have the full gross misconduct hearing, uh, which was a very emotional thing for me. In that moment, I started to relate to people I never thought I would relate to. Do you, do you remember when Jamie Clarkson got done for saying, like, the N-word? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and do you remember he got done for, like, um, I think it was Argentinians? He was offensive to, and he was offensive to, um, I think it was Southeast Asians, Koreans, he was offensive. Basically, I was like, Jeremy, man, stay strong, brother. <laughs> I, know how, I know what you're going through. Wow, they keep trying to take us down. Um, <laughs> it was tough. Anyway, um, they had the second meeting, which is the proper great, it's like a trial, but in a meeting room. But, <laughs> but they set it up, they do it like a trial properly, they set up like three chairs and like judges and all. They, they, it was a bit much, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's, this is still instant coffee, this is not that old baby enough. Um, so anyway, they, they didn't do what we did last time because we couldn't lose like all that work to go through all the emails. So what they did, this is genuinely true, they picked out the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, believe it or not, the cock story was like up there. It was like, some, some more. And I'll, I'll just I'll paraphrase a few other things that I said in these emails. I used the term muff muncher. Um, <laughs> You miss him. Um, <laughs> but, um, I, oh, this is a great one. This is my favourite. I said this is. A, I typed this sentence into a work email. I'm not racist. I would have sex with Hugh Jackman. 
Which is, I think we can all agree, the worst way to prove you're not racist. Like, have sex with the best of the people. Do you know what I mean? You literally have to choose Boris Johnson or something like that. You can't, everyone would have sex with Hugh Jackman. He would cure you of all inferiority conflicts. Anyway, they, they, said, they went through all the emails um, and they said, Fina, you've pretty much broken all of our codes of conduct here. Uh, our equality codes of conduct, our IT codes of conduct, and you also just kind of, you know, this is you know, you've gone beyond this constant day-to-day -day, um, not doing work. You're just literally just chatting to your friends about cocks. Um, <laughs> they said people normally lose their jobs for, for this kind of behaviour. But you're very good with pivot tables. <laughs> Go on, put your hands up if you guys know what a pivot table is. Uh, nice one. Uh, put, your, put your hands up if you don't. You guys, I swear to God, thank you. You're actually the reason why I kept my job. <laughs> so here, here's the thing, learn that by the way, learn it. Because, but here's the thing, I kept my job because I could explain every use of inappropriate language I could say. Well, I couldn't explain the cock thing, that was ridiculous. But I could, everything else I could say, I used racist language, but I was saying reasonable things. And it was just me basically being inappropriate. And I didn't lose the moral high ground then, I think. But I think when you, when you talk and use words, you should use the right word. You should never forget yourself and you should always have some kind of integrity. If you have no integrity, keep it on Gmail or WhatsApp. Don't use your work email um, for that kind of thing. But there's actually, there's another reason why I kept my job. Because I'm black. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. <laughs> I knew damn well it wasn't about to be me for racism. Um, not after everything we've been through. Oppression, terms. Um, but I kept my job and I lost the moral high ground, but I kept my job and I think that's a fair enough trade. Thank you very much.